Long ago, in a world not unlike our own, a sacred text was forged by combining the pieces of several much better fantasy series into a single tome. The result was a book so powerful, so terrible, so confidence-shatteringly embarrassing that it was immediately buried in a desk drawer and left to rot. And there it stayed, gathering dust and fading into the dark annals of history. That is, until now. Rupture is a 252-page odyssey through the mind of an 11-year-old idiot. Now, 12 years after it was written, that same boy is cracking open the book once more and discovering what it is to feel shame. After this, he'll wish he'd left his past behind and that which he killed will stay buried. Stay Buried, Chapter 17. The Fusing, Part 2. So we're we gonna combine the next chapter, you think, or we're we just gonna do it separately? Just cut it off. I I say we'll we'll end this one and then the next one we might release them the same week yeah. or something like that. Okay. Um, because the next one is, uh, three two pages basically. That is only like a page. It's best chapter. Is it? Oh, I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> it's another one of those like Genghis is freaking out about the crest of war or something. Mm-hmm. Does he commit genocide? Probably. I it's mean, Genghis. Oh, good, it's Genghis. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he commits genocide, I'm hooked. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome back, folks, to Stay Buried. Uh, this is the podcast where um, we read a book. Yeah. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Nick. That actually was like less awkward than normal. That was pretty good. Yeah, thank you. Oh, again. Yeah, every time. <laughs> again. My word. Uh, my bad. <clears throat> I'm Zach. Well, we're like singing a different order than we normally know, do. It's, it's really thrown off everything. The sound quality is yeah. so much better, though. So much better. Hey, it's Kevin. This is Eli, and if uh, if you commit genocide, I'm hooked. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. Da- 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 don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, so, so this chapter is uh, returning to the character of Bill Tal, who introduced in chapter uh, fourteen, I believe. Hooray! In the fusing part one. So, Bill is. <laughs> why do you hate Bill so much? Because we went from fucking farmer blue <laughs> to to Bill. I mean, like, come on, like it's. <laughs> I mean, we're slashing penguins with mighty enchanted swords, yeah. and now it's middle-aged, Bill. middle-aged Bill. failure Bill yeah. in a New York high-rise. Sad Bill. I mean, like... What, was the first chapter where, where Bill is introduced, was that introduced as the fusing part one? I think it was just the fusing. Okay. And this is, like, the okay. fusing two. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't just the fusing part two out of nowhere, and we, like, missed a chapter somewhere along no, the way. No, it was called the fusing. Um... Was that the fusing of the two worlds, right? Is that what that's signifying? Well, yeah, because like Firestorm appeared in New York City. With who? With with, with Guam. Guam. Oh, that part was kind of cool. But you even gave him like the most uninspired name. I know. Like Bill. We already have a character with the same name, which is Will. It, William. You know, oh, it's the same. True. <gasps> Unless this <gasps> is. <laughs> what? what? <gasps> He's alive. <laughs> He's alive in a middle-aged man. Are we all? So this so, is in the future because the times aren't parallel. I know, but Will was already on Earth. <laughs> I know, but this is in the future. Oh, it could be in the future on Earth. Oh, that oh. totally works. 
Yeah. Or, if you, or if you oh. die, if you die in Gale, you come back to Earth as just a middle-aged man, <laughs> a sad, depressed, lonely middle-aged man. You end up at just this big corporate job that you don't love, and you're just like, "How did this I get hell. here?" <laughs> um. So anyway, Bill is a middle-aged writer. He wrote a book called Rupture, um, and it features characters like Joe, Will, Sarah, Kim. Uh, and other it's somehow sadder when it's a middle-aged man right? I was just, thinking, like... just imagining somebody in their 40s writing what we've read so far like it hurts why can't i get published i feel like joe is who you wanted to be and bill is who you thought you were gonna probably become like at some point oh man that's that's so dark do you think do you think it was like uh, uh trying to seem more mature things like ah yes the person that wrote this must have been you know 40 <laughs> <laughs> well i clearly didn't write all of rupture because this bill is not a character in rupture otherwise he would just be going through the motions right he he doesn't know about what's happening right now um with the fusing but anyway um two characters at the very least that i remember appeared in earth in new york city um, after uh, being in Gale, they are uh, Firestorm, who is a being like a fire atronach, like a being of pure fire. You Elder Scrolls fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also uh, Guam. Guam is the last Ing. Kept so calling him daddy. Yeah, this, that's right. I, okay, that part was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. Guam is like <laughs> really dead. possessive. <laughs> Guam is like loves Bill thinks that he's his father since he wrote rupture which I'm hoping it's more of like a profit thing like he's just seeing things and not actually creating them but maybe he is maybe he has the power to write beings into existence well, I don't like know that movie Big Daddy with Adam Sandler <laughs> <laughs> is Bill Adam Sandler in this yeah context? yeah <laughs> Do you know what? That makes Bill a lot better if I just picture him as Adam Sandler. <laughs> when we make the film version of this, that's exactly how we're going to cast it. Yeah, yeah. To, to recall... It seems like the kind of movie he would be in, let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sequel to Bedtime Stories. Um, Ing, the, uh, Guam is an Ing, which are these super powerful beings from the third world Kai um, who have been... They were missing for a long time. Then they were brought back and then promptly genocided. Roan committed genocide and killed all of them, except for Guam, who she kept around to possess Farmer Blue. All right, so Guam is the is was the being, the ing that possessed did, Farmer Blue. Did Genghis send them to Earth? How did how'd they end up on Earth? Do you remember? No. I they I think they, it's they, just fusing because of Sealther or something. Well, they, there they, was some they, sort of event where they like slipped the rupture is dying, they say. The rupture that separates the two worlds is dying. Oh, they were they were fighting, right? Guam and, and the Firestorm were fighting in Farmer Blue's patch. Yes. And they kind of just like, whoop. Yep. Okay, yep. that's right. And then they appeared, and now they're fighting each other still. Or like looking, Firestorm's looking for Guam, I think. Mm -hmm. um, because of the... Whose side is Firestorm on? Her own. Uh, technically, Raul. Raul was a small Raul. elf boy. Gosh, that wow. uh, was introduced. He, he died, and he was looking up into the stars and just kept repeating the fate of the innocent again and again. <laughs> um, 
So so Guam is like has taken to Bill and keeps calling him father. And Bill's like, I I ain't your daddy. Um, <laughs> but now they have this like begrudging like at least companionship or something as they try to navigate through. I don't know what they're looking for. I can't remember. But just imagine Adam Sandler. I'm not your daddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Bill only has one cop sure, copy of Rupture with him, which is like in like an envelope. Okay. Yeah. So that's where we're at. The worlds are fusing. Firestorm is raging through New York City. Guam is there. Um, who's like this red gargoyle looking thing. Um, and he's got daddy issues. Bill sat in his chair with his hands clasped. His clicked his tongue quietly as he impatiently waited for his agent to arrive. He still had rupture with him due to the magical power of the jump drive. A moment later, a woman wearing all black leather, piercing purple eyes, a tilted black beret, and crooked lensless glasses walked into the room and plopped down on a chair across from Bill. So, Bill, what do we have this time? Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, we're getting an anime adoption of this now. <laughs> just just all of these, all of these, you know, like kind of kinky, you know, like you know, like intriguing attributes. Yeah. And then she just plops down in a chair. Like, just, just like, like Will's, Will's mom. mom. <laughs> Love me women who plop. (laughs) (laughs) So, Bill, what do we have this time? Aw, Wanda, do we have to cut to the chase? Can't we just talk for a while? Bill said, hopefully. The agent's features remained unchanged. No, Mr. Tell, just tell me your plot of your story and maybe we'll consider it. Maybe. Maybe. The agent coughed into her hand. She's a horrible agent. She's saying maybe we'll consider. That's not what agents do. Maybe. If it's. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. If they maybe. know it's awful already, then <laughs> maybe that's. <laughs> the, the fact that she continued saying maybe haunted Bill for a moment. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Maybe. <laughs> that's pretty haunting. Okay. My book. Rupture is about a young boy named Joe who finds out that he is a half-blood and must escape to another world called Gale using a magical object called the Sealther to escape the evil forces on Earth. Stop, stop. So <laughs> this book that he realizes is like coming to life, he just he's now trying to go pitch it to his agent for publishing. He's still hustling. Money. He's, still, he's hustling, man. I mean, like this is like earth-shattering, reality-breaking stuff that just happens to him. He's like, I, st- I need to go get this published. If still. the book he wrote becomes real, you know it's good, right? Yeah. Like, he's like, I can publish this. What? Once he is there, uh, the sealther is shattered by an evil hag named Roan. Wanda's eyes flashed momentarily as she heard the word hag. As mine have this entire time we've read. <laughs> and he must collect all ten pieces and get back to Earth before both worlds fuse as the evil Lord Genghis and his hags and ings are making them by poisoning the a magical item that holds the worlds together called the rupture. Wanda's eyes once more flashed as she heard the word hag. Really hung up on that detail here. <laughs> Just imagining like car lights going on and off. <laughs> All right, so is this new information that we don't know? Uh, yeah. Genghis and his hags and his ings are making the worlds fuse 
by poisoning a magical item that holds the world together called the rupture. So the rupture is an item. It's not just some concept. I thought it was like a force. Yeah. No, but it's like a like a baseball or something. It's still is that what you be a force? <laughs> That's what you've been picturing this whole time. Uh, baseball? <laughs> baseball is the rupture. Whatever other cool thing Newt had in his room while he was writing it. Uh, I need um, uh, That clock is the watcher. Or is the rupture. Um, Wanda, are, are you okay? The agent thought is over for a moment. Tell me more about these hags. Are they beautiful creatures? Just as I believe they are. <laughs> I mean, what do you picture when you hear the word hag? Huh? Something's up with this agent, guys. Yeah, Wanda they, is up to something. She may or may not be a hag herself. Maybe. Time will. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> the next few lines will tell. Bill almost laughed. Almost. Almost read ahead, didn't Why? you? Why? Stop reading ahead. I'm sorry. Why? No, they are hags for Pete's sake. A hint of anger fluttered across her face like a butterfly. She pushed back a bead of hair with her hand, yet it wasn't her hand. It was gray, purplish even, and wrinkled. It felt like Bill had been winded. You, 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 you're a, you're a hag! You're a hag! Bill reached for the fire alarm to get someone up in his room as the hag resumed her true form and grabbed the man's arm. Now, who would believe you? Me in my human state saying you've gone crazy, or you who thinks I'm a hag from a story you just wrote. A fiction story. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a really solid point, honestly. Honestly, I like Earth-based chapters, because there's like a rooted reality, and I like... There's something to it. There's something to Stop it. Stop patting yourself on the back here. <laughs> it, there's not just pure nonsense just being like introduced out of the left field. This is kind of pure nonsense that he's trying to go to his agent. And his <laughs> agent happened to be a hag this whole time. I mean, what, are, what are the odds? <laughs> They're sleeper cells. <laughs> are they beautiful like I imagine they are? Is she awakening <laughs> to it or is she just toying with him? <laughs> if, if he had said yes, would she have gotten mad? Like a Japanese folktale or something. (laughs) (laughs) Now, who would believe you? Me in my human state saying you've gone crazy. Or you who thinks I'm a hag from a story you wrote. A fiction story, she smiled. Bill thought about it for a second, then remembered where this meeting was. They were on the 60th floor of the Empire State Building. He touched his temple in an attempt to summon some of his mental powers. There was a large booming sound as Wanda suddenly flew through the air and towards the window, in which shattered. She screamed all the way down until there was no more life in her to allow her to scream again. That's spelled temple, by the way, like where you <laughs> pray. <laughs> Wait, never mind. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> Cut it. Cut it. <laughs> this Bill. Oh, oh yeah, because that was a big thing in the last chapter. Bill caught somebody from falling with his mental. Oh, yeah. He has like telekinesis. He actually he's, does have mental powers. He does have mental powers. So he's trying to use it now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, this next sentence. <laughs> Bill erected his back, standing tall. His head throbbed. <laughs> Why is everything trying to kill me? Uh-oh. <laughs> Bill quickly grabbed his newly bound book and jumped towards the door. 
Instead of an empty doorway, there stood three hags, two male, in which Bill had never mentioned in his book, and a female, all with crossed arms and pointed teeth. <laughs> They're just, like, disappointed in him. They're just shaking their head. Come on, Bill. So there's male hags. Now we know. So, and Bill hadn't written them, so, you know. So the world is does exist outside right. of Bill's purview. Do they still turn into sexy hippies, though, if they're male? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably, right? Mm-hmm. They turn into, like, uh, Burning Man, like, shirtless guys, like, oh, yeah. white boys with long dreads, like, kind of thing. So, yes, is what you're saying. Yes, yes, <laughs> basically. Why are you after me? Panted Bill, holding his hand sideways to imitate, imitate a Japanese ninja. Bill's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> In any way, it was the opposite of opposing. <laughs> I believe that's a karate stance Yeah I think he's kind of (laughs) like I watched too many cartoons as a kid (laughs) There's so many things like the Like last or two chapters ago With the where's Joe oh hi Joe Where's Joe like that's just like Such a cartoon like Billy and Mandy kind of joke And this is another Man In any way it was the opposite Of opposing so he was with them, basically. Why are you after me? Panted Bill, holding his hand sideways to imitate a Japanese ninja. In any way, it was the opposite of opposing. The hags laughed. What are you imitating, human? Bill put his two fingers to his temples again. Help me, he prayed before sending out a burst of mental energy. But his attack counteracted. The three hags combined their power and reflected the energy. All that was left was a blurry outline of Bill as he flew out the window. All that was left was a blurry outline of Bill as he flew out the window. Bill's dead! Yay! Will, or, uh, Nick, what are you reading? All that was left was a blurry outline of Bill <laughs> as he flew out the window. I'm trying to visualize Did they, like, Let's... astral project him or something? No, it's like, like, like a, a, a Wiley Coyote. Yeah. Pew! And there's, like, the little... Outline of oh, like all like they punched <clears throat> the color out and yeah okay. So yeah, they he tried to attack them and then they they sent him flying back. Get wrecked, Bill. Get wrecked. <laughs> no more magical ninja powers for you. <laughs> I don't know. He has mental energy and yet chose to pose as a ninja, a Japanese ninja. Anyway, I'm still embarrassed about that temple snafu. We are going to cut that, right? Because <laughs> now I'm going you're to acknowledge okay. it one more time okay. to make sure that <laughs> you're okay <laughs> with the baby on blood. Yeah, that was butt. funny. That was good. That was comic gold. But do you baby know how many snafus I make an episode? One. One. You're perfect. Two. <laughs> Maybe. Guam felt flaming tears trickle from his red eyes. And Ing wasn't supposed to cry, but this was a special occasion. And Ing only cries twice in his life. (laughs) (laughs) Strong Ings also cry. (laughs) Guam felt flaming tears trickle from his red eyes. And Ing wasn't supposed to cry, but this was a special occasion. Father, he sulked, drooping his gaze and shoulders. Why had he not claimed his son? Was it because he was a human and Guam was an Ing? There was a flash in the sky, cutting the Ing from his thoughts. He turned slightly, squinting. Ings didn't like light, but they endured it. 
A creature plummeted from the sky, a creature with swirling patterns on its skin. A forgotten quickly morphed into a bird and flew at Guam. The Ing focused his power into his eyes, then sent out a wave of red energy in the form of a column of light. The forgotten shrieked and crumpled to the rooftop next to Guam's. The Ing flew over quickly, grabbing the shapeshifter by the neck. Who are you? Guam snarled. He bared his teeth and squeezed tighter. The forgotten gasped for air but remained silent. That's okay. I'll just find out for myself, he hissed. Guam sent out a wave of energy. The Forgotten's memories flew past his eyes like a ticker tape. So, your name is Cockerel, <laughs> the Ing said, and you were supposedly killed by a man I've seen before. Watch her. Hold the phone. Oh, I guess we can maybe. I'm so bad. He, I'm so glad he came back. I really am. <laughs> That's so great. Like, I was really sad that we weren't going to read the word cockerel anymore. So, uh, what a treat. I mean, so so cockerel died in Gale and came back. So Will. That's exactly how Eli described it, though. Yeah. Right? It was like a, like a ghost yeah. spirit type thing. Bill is Will. I'm not reading ahead. <laughs> the penguin revelation was all me. Like, I did not read that ahead. That, yeah. I like that he said he turned it into a bird, but it doesn't specify which, which bird, so he might have just gone back to his penguin form. <laughs> Jumped at him. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, he died, and now he's teleported back to Earth. All right, interesting. Guam paused, hoping his realizations would trigger some dialogue. <laughs> As we all. <laughs> Guam paused, hoping his realizations would trigger some dialogue. Tell me, how did I get here when I died? I sure don't know. Guam sent his mental span so large he triggered the assumptions of a scientist supporting the fact of time travel. Close enough. What the hell is that? <laughs> what? what? What a nonsensical <laughs> sentence. Guam sent his mental span so large he triggered the assumptions of a scientist supporting the fact of time travel. Close enough. Everybody knows what mental span is, right? None of that. None of that really makes sense. Kevin, lean closer to the mic when you. There you go. I mean, Guam's <laughs> this mental span. He triggered. He triggered what? So Guam's got like a magical aura, right? Yeah, okay, he's that got makes he's sense. got like an aura, and he expanded it like way yeah. far out. And it it like it like reached far enough that some scientist who's working on time travel it just kind of <laughs> jinked him, and he was like, "Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, close enough." That's awesome if that's true. That seems right. Um, close enough. It appears that as you died, you were pulled into the rift between dimensions. As the worlds are fusing, random objects and creatures are brought here while things from here go to Gale. So? Cockerel persisted. So the exact moment you died, you split in two. One part of you stayed there as you died, and the other side went, came here. Bill's back, ba- Will's back, baby. That's what I'm getting <laughs> I was from this. Say, all the characters to bring back. Cockerel. Back cockerel. <laughs> that's, that's so great. I had just written him. He was fresh on my mind, and I was like, mm, I ended that kind of quickly, didn't I? Maybe I'll I, keep I him around. I think you liked the name Cockerel as much as we do. <laughs> And so it definitely, it kind of makes the sentence earlier still doesn't make sense, but he's like channeling 
the thoughts of some sort of time traveling scientist to come up with these. Oh, that's what I think is happening Uh. here. So he's like radio antenna and going through the thoughts in New York City, trying to find someone that would know what's going on. Once again, Zach yeah. understands this better than anybody <laughs> else in this Re- room. Rereading that, it makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah. He triggered the assumptions of a scientist. It's almost like like one of those like he just like Google searched his brain like how the heck did this happen and then this is just him spitting out the results. He essentially just grabbed like a big nerd and was like, "Hey, you explain this." <laughs> right. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a cool moment. I like that. So, the exact moment you died, you split in two. One part of you stayed there as you died, and the other side went came here. That makes no sense, Cockrell declared. The Forgotten resumed his true form. Because you died, the second you, the world's fused with you as the next piece, your whole body didn't stay in one dimension. Your mind shut down the second it was pulled in two, leaving half of your functions in that world dead. Guam finished. Cockrell thought about it for a minute. Oh, now what about the world's fusing? Ask father. He knows. Cockrell inwardly smiled. Father. And then we cut back to Bill. Okay, so that was... That extra paragraph didn't really add much, you know? Yeah, he kind of just... like He explains, like, hey, after when you died in Gale, you were torn in two. That doesn't make any sense. And then he explained it again with different wording. He goes, <laughs> ah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I just learned to move past all the bill sections or all the asides here. I just, yeah. The the way it's read, though, it seems like not everybody who dies in Gale comes to Earth. Yeah, it's right. just no. random. It has to you you have to like be ruptured the moment of death, essentially, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Just like Will totally was. It would happen normally. It might. It might be. I would love that. I don't know actually. So. As Bill crumpled to the ground next to Wanda's corpse, he gave out a moan of pain. His brain now was so powerful it was picking up signals of all things. He could hear the thoughts of everyone passing by. Their combined mental voices dug into Tell's skull. Bill looked up at the window he had fallen from. At the edge stood the three hags, smiling. Play dead, Bill thought. Then it occurred to him that they were probably reading his thoughts. The hags overhead bustled and started to lean over the edge, toppling off. They used their mind powers to stop themselves from colliding with the ground as Wanda had not. The gathered around Bill in a circle. Hello, Bill Tell, father. Bill staggered up. Who are you and why are you trying to kill me? He spat. The hags huddled together in sports formation. What did you know about sports at this age? Sports formation. What was a sports formation to you? I'm assuming there's like a football huddle. (laughs) Huddle, huddle. Sports formation, activate. (laughs) The hangs huddled together in sports formation, talking and bickering quickly. After they finished, they turned to Bill. We are the fates. We destroy people to make the world play out perfectly. Perfect, Bill spat. He had read a story about the fates in high school. 
The world is far from perfect. The face smiled. We try to get as closely as possible. Bill clenched his teeth. Why are the Galites calling me father? The fates opened their mouths to speak, but they were cut off as the female crumpled to the ground. Atropos! They shouted, falling to their knees and gripping the hag's limp body. Bill looked into the sky and saw the fates assassin. There, perched on a rooftop with a knife in its hand, was a creature with swirling patterns on its silver skin and a scar on its left eye. Oh boy. It's cockerel. Bill mouthed. <laughs> Cockrell morphed into a bird and swooped down, resuming his normal form about two feet off the ground. You killed her! shouted the men hags, <laughs> clenching their fists. Cockrell thrust his second knife. It found its way into the one of, into one their chests. Lachesis! <laughs> the remaining shrieked. It dove to its brother and cradled him in his arms. Cockrell sniggered. I hate that word so much. <laughs> Bill didn't like hags, but to see those ones die was torture. He threw himself onto Cockrell, grabbing the forgotten by the neck. Wait, what? Yeah, why Why is he stopping this? What? I think he, because he was about to get answers, yeah? Oh, uh, yeah, they were about yeah, yeah. To tell but what to the see hell these going on. ones die was torture, but they're just getting well, stabbed, right? I mean, they're dying. They're dropping. Didn't, didn't he just kill a hag? A Kropos and like literally yeah. five Jesus. minutes ago. She wasn't going to give him answers. The fates were. The fates. The all like these. I thought these characters you were setting up are like the fates. We like make sure things play out perfectly, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they die. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh wow. Like these supernatural, like MCU watcher type characters. But Cockrell is saving him right now. Yeah, it's kind of like kicking Batman's ass for like saving <laughs> you from like yeah. I wanted answers. Yeah, at first I, I was like, oh, are these supposed to be like the literal like Greek fates? I mean, because like clearly Acropos is like a very Greek sounding name, but Lachesis maybe isn't. It was definitely uh, a influence by yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, isn't Lechesis something about, like, the threads of fate? I'm pretty sure that's one of them. Is it? I vaguely remember that from Persona. Because Lechesis <laughs> is one of the Personas that has a long oh. strand, and it's like the strand of fate. Oh, then, yeah, this might be the fates. That's what young Newt was going for. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Elijah, probably... is that the name of one of the fates? Yes, but I think it's spelled wrong. How did you yeah. spell it in the book? L uh, yeah, it's with an A. Lachesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would never typo. That's <laughs> <laughs> unlike me. Bill didn't like hags, but to see these ones die was torture. He threw himself onto Cockrell, grabbing the forgotten by the neck. Cockrell formed into a snake, laughing. Oh, you can't beat me. I didn't come alone. I brought some friends from home, Daddy. Cockrell burst out into a fit of giggles. The shapeshifter wriggled free from Bill's grasp. The final fate stood, ready to kill the forgotten that had killed his siblings. He flared his nostrils and grabbed a knife. Just as the hag was ready to hack off Cockrell's head, a silver arrow jabbed him in the arm. He howled and retreated to ground, moaning in pain. Bill turned his head, and just in time. In a fraction of a second, an arrow flew past him, missing by the fraction of a centimeter he had when his head was unturned. There, on another rooftop, was a girl with silver lips and silver hair. (laughs) The lips again. Artemis? Father, 
She said as casually as possible, leaping down on her feet. So do they all just innately Dude, know? It's it's honestly like kind of unique and hilarious. It's <laughs> like all these like random creatures. Just, Dad, you know, what's up? Dad, father, D- daddy. What's up? They just innately know that mm-hmm. Bill Tell is their uh, creator. Bill suddenly felt his stomach lose his lunch as he saw another friend from Gale. No, he said, shaking his head. No, you're dead. How can you possibly be here? I hated you from the second I created you. There, a hag in black robes emerged from the darkness. I love you too, Dad, said Roan. I love you too, Dad. Said Ron. Oh, she's back, baby. She's back, baby. Wow. Best character in the so book. So much better at ending these chapters as you went on. Like that. That's um. Mm. Yeah, you leave a lot of good cliffhangers and like. Uh-huh. And so now nobody's actually dead. Yep. Ron's alive. Well, we already knew Artemis is alive, but Artemis is in New York City. Cockro's alive. Cockro's alive. Watcher's first and second eye is alive somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too, Dad. Everybody calling him Dad and Daddy and Father. <laughs> it's getting weirder somehow. Like it was weird. And I love now it. It's, it's, it's like worse. it's like a sitcom bit, you know. <laughs> Papa, maybe they worship Bill as like a god in Gale, and so when they meet him, it's like Father. Mm-hmm. They all love him when they show up. <laughs> yeah. You know, none of them are angry or anything. There, yeah. well, he's just like, what the heck? <laughs> I think Rowan feels more like uh, she's definitely like the black in, sheep kind of thing. She's definitely in hippie form right here because the "I love you too, Dad" right. is like a sassy eighteen-year-old thing, mm-hmm. um, not an old withered hag thing. Of course, the person she perceives as her father figure just said, "I hate you." So. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Guys, I think Wanda was an actual agent. I think she just happened to get a job at, like, she was a, you know what I mean? Like, she was a hag living on Earth, mm-hmm. and she was an agent, and she just happened to be the agent for her father. Yeah, I bet she put out, like, um, well, I bet there was probably some correlation. She probably put out, like, a want ad for, like, want stories about fantasy hags and, <laughs> and then he just applied you know well you think this is this it didn't seem like their first meeting no that's why i think she's been playing the long game you know i think she just actually had she was wearing all black leather she had a style going like purple eyes she, purple eyes she had like a, a a deliberate aesthetic that's a life on earth that she cared about and she's dead but but is she now alive in jail <laughs> hmm possibly She's like, none of these guys are, these are all crappy writers. The publishing industry in Gale is in shambles. <laughs> what am I supposed to do as an agent? Yeah. So Roan's back, which I am very thrilled about. The fact that we killed Roan earlier was a shame. So gives me hope for Will. Yeah. For what, sure. Over under 50%. Yeah. What, what, like, what do we think are the odds that Will is back? Uh, like totally Will's alive. Over. Yeah, yeah, the fact that he's already had like uh that's my Joe line and mm. uh he's already appeared in spirit form. I, I think but that makes Will it again. seem less likely that he's back. It comes back. Is that I, he's I think I think the reason uh Will loves Joe is because Will created Joe as Bill. <laughs> so your 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 theory <laughs> that's is my that head and I'm sticking to Bill. it. Yeah. It makes too much sense. I, I have faith in you to know that to those are the landing. that Will and Bill are the t- same name. I have faith in eleven year old Newt to know that. 
That'd be amazing. Dude, that would be quite the twist, honestly. That would be amazing. This whole time, Bill's just been writing his ideal man in Joe. Oh. Much like how you wrote your ideal woman in Sarah. Slightly fat. And, and Artemis. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote my ideal woman in uh, Will's mom. <laughs> she plumped her plump body on the, <laughs> on the couch. All right, so predictions going forward uh, with the Bill section. Do we I, hate Bill, like the Bill sections overall? Yes. They're definitely not I as funny. I'm liking them more the more times people call him daddy. <laughs> and the more <laughs> the more characters are popping up in this, yeah. Prediction-wise, it seems like Artemis was trying to kill him. She shot an arrow, and it only narrowly avoided his head. Oh, Artemis he is trying to kill Bill. No, I think I, yeah, it, I, I think it avoided him it? to like kill the hag behind him. Kind of like she shot arrows earlier. But at... she almost, he almost died because if he hadn't turned his head, it would have hit him. It, I think she shot, shot a second arrow, unless your paragraphs are out of order and weird, which is a possibility. It's just a tough transition from like you know cool one punch Joe to middle aged <laughs> sad Bill, who yeah balding, living in a ratty apartment in New York City. That being said, the next chapter, if I'm not mistaken, is a Genghis chapter, right? It is. It is. It's been a minute since we've had one of those. So. I, I'm honestly like really interested to see how all these storylines the collide. I know they do come together. They do come together. I mean, like, I, I really don't understand what's happening on Earth. You know, like, what is the point? No of, one does. Right? Yeah, I guess that's why the chapters feel kind of meandering in that way. It's just like, it's hard to know. Well, don't beat yourself up too much. Yeah. <laughs> I'd revise it now. Honestly, I'd probably make some changes to the story if I were to write Would it you? now. <laughs> <laughs> a few edits. Just a couple. <laughs> fix a typo here and there. If you were writing the book, what like what is a change that you would make to it? Like for it to be more serious or for it to be more... No, it's what was a change you would make. <laughs> I'd bring up Elvin anti-gravity more probably. Yeah, 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 that's true, that's true. Will didn't even get a chance to use it other than leaping over that one rock. Yeah, that I mean, Joe leapt over a small chasm, so it's not even like that special. I think more will doing math is probably what I would add. I mean, do you think? That's what I do you think the meta ness of the of the story now is like purposeful, like planned from the beginning, or do you think you kind of realized that you were like kind of falling on these tropes a little bit, and you're like, what's something a fantasy s- series for young adults hasn't done? The meta ness probably was a lighter decision. I still feel like the book was written as it went along even having read the ending like there is stuff that comes back but it feels maybe a little bit more like like going back and right. tying up threads it's not like anything was actually set up planned it's from the beginning you, yeah. yeah i think i knew the central conceit which was that like there's the seal there there's gonna be the 10 bosses like i wrote out the 10 bosses uh, clearly there's some directional thing there but i doubt it planned each encounter or anything like that it's it's wild, dude. I don't remember writing any of it. Like I don't remember when I did it or like where I did it, other than just my mom's laptop. And how long did she just not need her laptop? There's so much. This is so long. It's insane. It's impressive. Yeah, I, I'm teaching the Salem witch trials right now, and I've I, I've read that some people think that the the girls that accuse people of witches it's because they uh, accidentally ingested like a, a mushroom or a fungus that made them like hallucinate you know <laughs> and I'm wondering if something similar happened with you when you were writing this like it was just like a weird you go back into your house in yeah. the woods and you're like oh it's a funny mushroom and then boom I, I used to you have some of those like candies that are like you know like were like 
you know, like those little treats that you would melt on your tongue. Those were edibles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't know. <laughs> that was he's he's just rolling on the floor in his room with like his seal third in his hands. He's like, whoa, this is a portal to another world. Another world, baby. <laughs> Um, all right, yeah, so uh, I would probably not, I, I would say I wouldn't kill Roan, but she's back, so I'm just, I'm really curious to see where this stuff is going, because right now it's just Hunger Games, everybody's killing each other in Earth, Earth got, or like, New York got burned by a giant flame matronach, but then like, we're back to meetings <laughs> going to see in the his office. publisher yeah, going to see on the 64th floor of the Empire State. Building. I like it, how it didn't really say he used his mind powers to reduce know, the fall. Yeah, yeah. He just kind of <laughs> fell and then like got up after 34 it can be stories because otherwise he is dead, just dead. like that hag who <laughs> yeah. could have done it, like the other hags did. I like that he landed next to her body and not on top of it. That was respectful. Yeah, that was respectful. That was good. Yeah, I think. One of the the problems with this is I just don't like like what what is happening on Earth like what is this leading to on Earth just like I know. pure like destruction of the Earth kind of thing yeah 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 that's kind of what I'm thinking but it's, a, it's I want to know too I want to see more things that are pulled into Gale from Earth right like I don't we haven't seen any of that yet I assume that kind of stuff is coming I want like or, uh, no uh, Joe's dad. She just shows up. Like, oh, crap. Oh, oh, crap. Dude, yep. I just want, like, the Sphinx to have a gun. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is all I want. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you hate the Bill chapters, email me. Um, and I might make some edits. I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. But, Nick, you're going to say something? No. All right. <laughs> you lean forward to the microphone. <laughs> uh, thank you. Bye bye. Stay Buried is narrated by Jeremy Glass and is hosted by Newton Holt, Nick Olferts, Kevin Collins, Zach Collins, and Eli Virgil. Original compositions by Thomas Rankin. Stay Buried is sponsored by nobody, so enjoy it while you can because we, we are burning money. Make sure to follow Stay Buried on Instagram at Stay Buried, obviously, and subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening. Please send us fan art. Goodbye. Who are you and why are you trying to kill me? He spat. Excuse me. You're good. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Chapter four. The empty glass. <clears throat> okay, <sorry. laughs> uh, let's see where were we. Uh-